0: Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant.
1: It's conversational AI designed to work for any
0: industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit IBM.com slash Watson Assistant. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Boy, do I have a bone to pick with Philip Rivers last night. Get this, going into Thursday night's game, the Oakland Raiders defense... Ranked 29th against the pass, had the lowest QB pressure rate in the NFL, allowed more passes per game of 20, if not further, yards. Teams were averaging five passes each game against the Oakland Raiders that went for 20, if not more, yards. I'm trying to think some of the other. Oh, uh least uh, their defense had the least number of sacks against opposing quarterbacks. And oh, by the way, gave up the most passing touchdowns in the NFL. Six of their eight games, quarterbacks had multi-touchdown performances. And five of the eight, it was either it was three, four, sometimes five Touchdown passes against this Oakland Raiders defense. That's what the Chargers were dealing with when they were heading into last night's Thursday night's game. Man, I took the Chargers over in team total. I took Phillip Rivers. Well, my best bet was Philip Rivers over one and a half touchdown passes. Thank goodness that came in. Uh, Mike Williams over in what, 56 and a half yards. He had 55. Really? Really? Talk about gambling gods being a fickle bunch. Hunter Henry, yes, he scored a touchdown, but the Chargers should have won that game. At the end of the day, it was the Oakland Raiders defense. Five sacks, three interceptions, and their defense scored a touchdown. Just unbelievable. So anyway, uh, so here's the thing. I, I, I seriously, I might be done betting Thursday night football. I just might be done. I, I just, and Anth, we've got Anthony and Joel, they produce the show. Anthony, we've been working together, and Joel, we've been, you guys, we've been working together for over a year now. You know me. I'm such a degenerate. I want to sit here and tell you that I'm not going to spend another dime on a Thursday night football game, but Anthony, I've got to be. I mean,
0: come on. You you think I could do that? If the right matchup comes up, how can you say no? Yeah, that's the question.
1: That's true. That's true. Anyway, uh, again, you're listening to We Can Wager. Let's uh, let's start looking forward. And obviously, uh, since we host the show in New York City, and you've got both New York teams facing off against one each uh, against each other uh, this coming Sunday, why don't we start right there? And you've got the Giants and the Jets. The Giants are favored by three. The over under is forty four and a half. Here's the thing: I am not touching this game. I am no. I'm not coming anywhere close to it. I am not putting a cent of my hard-earned money on this matchup. This is a complete poop show of a game. And for me to sit here and tell you that I have a, a really good grip on who I think is going to win, I don't. I don't. Let's listen, to, I'm going to play some clips for you. This is Pat Shermer and Adam Gase uh, having a hell of a year, okay? Let's be quite honest. And this is Pat Shermer talking to the media this week uh, when asked about the Giants just losing,
2: well, I, I mean, I obviously don't. I can't speak to what you're saying. Um, for me, it's just it's urgency to win games. That's what it's about. And how does it wear on? It? Built for this.
1: <laughs> how does it wear on me? He said he's built for this. Okay, all right, Pat. If you're built for that, and then you've got Adam GaSe, uh, who's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest. This season has just not been great for either coach. The season has not been great for either team. And I, I'm going to share some stats for you. And it, what's, what's really amazing is that the stats I'm about to share with you, both the Giants and the Jets are just at the, the bottom. I, I feel like here's the thing. I'm, I'm typically a happy person. Like, like, I look at the glass half full. I'm always optimistic. Like, I'm, I'm just, I don't want to ruin, I don't want to ruin your Friday night going into the weekend with the stats I'm about to share with you because these teams are just god-awful. Daniel Jones has been pressured 44% of his, of his dropbacks, the highest rate in the league. Sam Darnold's been pressured 42.3% of his drop, the second highest. So both these quarterbacks have just been getting pummeled. Okay, the Giants are 32nd league in turnover rate. They're turning the ball over 22% of their possessions. While the Jets are 27th in turnover rate, they're turning the ball over in 16% of their possessions. Again, like, I'm not going to sit here. I, I, I could go on for hours, And I won't. I will save you. Uh, Maybe I'll just go on for like another two minutes in in regard to the stats. Uh, The Jets have scored a touchdown on just 8 of 98 possessions. You want to marinate in that for a minute? 8 of 98. That's only 8.2% of their possessions this season. The lowest rate in the NFL. The lowest rate in the NFL. Um. Saquon Barkley going up against the Jets. The Jets are a seventh in rushing yardage allowed per game. Their Running backs are averaging about 75 yards uh, against the Jets. Um, so what does that mean for Saquon Barkley? Yeah, I expect him to have a, a, a decent game, a good game. Le'Veon Bell, very disappointing season so far. Only one rushing touchdown. Are you kidding me? He's, he's averaging a career low 3.3 yards per carry. Le'Veon Bell. Golden Tate, as we know, no Sterling Shepherds. Uh, so, what does that mean? Uh, Golden Tate is getting a hefty target share this year. Um, Tate is seventh among all wide receivers in the NFL in target share at 28% over the past four weeks. And the Jets are 27th in points allowed to opposing wide receiver ones. But here's the thing they're actually quite good against slot wide receivers. And, uh, Golden Tate runs out of the slot 88% of the time. Jameson Crowder um, has three top 20 scoring weeks in 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 the five that uh, he has suited up and played with, of course, Donalds under center. And this week's mat- matchup is a strong one uh, in the interior, where he's going to go uh, against Grant Haley, by the way. So uh, Daniel Jones, the Jets have allowed back-to-back top five scoring weeks to Gardner Minshew. 23 points he put up, and of course we're talking about fantasy football. Ryan Fitzpatrick 23 points as well. So what can Daniel Jones do against the Jets? I I think he could be good if he stops turning the ball over. Dude's got to stop turning the ball over. Uh, Like, stop. Just stop. Stop it. Quit it. Right now. Sam Darnold uh, going up against the Giants, entering this week, Giants are 25th in passing points allowed per game and have allowed seven top 10 scores this season. Again, that's pertaining to fantasy, which is a kind of fantasy... Uh, how do you get points in fantasy? You pass for a lot of yards and you pass for a lot of touchdowns uh, Darius Slayton with no sterling Shepherd as well uh, will uh, will hopefully be active and attractive especially if you do have him in a deep fantasy league here's 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 the elixir anytime I have an opportunity to try to get that word in I do and that is and that is Chris Herndon. Uh, he's expected to take over the role for Ryan Griffin, who is uh, 12th at the position in routes running. The Giants are coming off of a game a game against the Dallas, which they they gave up uh, nine receptions for 100 yards and a touchdowns to tight ends in Week 10. I think Chris Herndon could be very interesting in this matchup against the Giants. And his first, uh, he was active last week, but not attractive. Didn't get one pass thrown to him. I don't even think he he was in for a, a play, let alone a series. Nothing. So with that being said, um here's the thing. If if I was forced to play this game, I'm I'm taking the better quarterback and right now the better quarterback is Sam Darnold. And right now this is such a toss-up that if if I was forced to take to play this game, I would take the Jets plus 3. That's really what I would do. Again, the over-under is at 44.5. I have no grip, no idea. I just shared with you all these horrible, horrific stats. How do they play out against two horrible teams going up against one another? <laughs> I, don't, I just don't know. By the way, Sam Darnold over under 235.5 passing yards. Daniel Jones over under 239.5 passing yards. Um, here's a, here, here's a, here is a bet that I would play. Here is a bet that I would play. How about this? Saquon Barkley scoring the first touchdown at plus four twenty. How about that? Saquon Barkley scoring the first touchdown of the game at plus four twenty. Okay, I'll take that. And here's another good one for you. Um, if you think that say, if you think the Giants are going to win, if you think the Giants are going to win, Saquon Barkley rushing for seventy five, if not more, yards. And the Giants win, you can get that at plus two ninety. If you feel confident that the Giants are gonna win. I, I have I, I don't I don't know. Like I said, I'm staying far, far, far away from this game. But I'll tell you the games that I am playing. Next. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. You wanna jump on board? I'm curious, what is your favorite play heading into week ten? 800-919-3776, what is your favorite play heading into week 10 of the NFL season?
0: This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: All right, so here are your nuggets. Let's, let's kick it off first and foremost with my plays this week. My favorite play is the 49ers uh, minus six against the Seattle Seahawks. I actually believe the Seahawks are pretenders, not contenders. These two teams have six common opponents so far this season. Out of those six matchups, the 49ers have a point differential against those six teams, 86 points. The Seattle Seahawks only 31 Seattle has only beaten one team so far this season that is above 500, and that is the Rams, and they only beat them by one. What would the Seattle Seahawks do without Russell Wilson, who uh, we're going to get into some NVB talk in a second. I don't know what they would do. They probably would not win this many games, and they wouldn't be where they are right now. And I think he's going up against the best defense he will have faced all season in the 49ers. Hello, meet the boys. Can somebody... Let me ask you this. Would you pay more money for... Gronk's family's DNA or the Watt family DNA or the Bosa family DNA. If you if if you if you were if you had the opportunity to use their DNA for a child that you know would be a boy Who's, whose DNA would you play, pay more money for? The Watt family DNA, the Bosa family DNA, or the Gronk family DNA?
0: You're not throwing the Manning family in there, Anita? Really? Hmm. There's a story Michael brought up on the K-Show that Arch Manning might be the best of all of the quarterbacks in the Manning family, and that's Cooper's son.
1: Actually, yes, yes, I did hear that. I did hear that the grandson is is making moves. Um, Anyway, back to my picks. Sorry, I derailed. Uh, So I love the 49ers minus six against the Seattle Seahawks. Like I said, I think Seattle is pretenders, not contenders this season. Uh, Love the Buffalo Bills plus three. Might put some money on the money line as well. And that line, you might get the hook if you wait. Plus three and a half. Um, I told you when the season began, Cleveland's going to be a poop show. And sure enough, they are. And now there's some reports out there that uh, Freddie Kitchens isn't even going to last for the entire season. Um, You've got Odell Beckham Jr. going up against uh, White this week. He's one of the best shutdown corners in the NFL. And this is a team that's already trying to force throws to Odell Beckham Jr. And um, he was not happy on the sideline this past week. So just a lot of dysfunction. I like the Bills. Their defense, very similar to the Denver Broncos, who beat the Cleveland Browns uh, a week ago, and so... um and Josh Allen, a much better quarterback. So anyway, I like the Buffalo Bills. Like I said, plus three. Heck, I might throw some money on the money line. And last but not least, my third play. I love, love, love this teaser because these are two teams that I think could win outright. And that's Arizona going up against Tampa Bay. And uh, and you've got Carolina going up against the Green Bay Packers. So I've got Arizona. I'm teasing them up to plus 11. And I'm teasing the Carolina Panthers up to 11 and a half. And so that's a two-team tease for my third play 49ers minus six bills plus three teaser of arizona and carolina also i do like the dallas cowboys this week minus three against the minnesota vikings drew jack hang tight i'm going to get to you in just one second i just want to share some future bets with you that um i've been uh, each and every week uh i have one um I, i i take house money and i reinvest it and i reinvest it in future bets okay so here are some future bets that I already have money down on, and I, I keep on uh, anteing up. So uh, future bets. MVP. Uh, right now, Russell Wilson, plus 270. Uh, Lamar Jackson, plus 320. Chris, uh, Chris uh, Christian McCaffrey, um, plus 1,400. So... <sighs> Like I said, I, I, I think Seattle are pretenders. I, I think they're going to start to nosedive. So I am uh, no money on, on Russell Wilson. I love Lamar Jackson. You know I've loved Lamar Jackson forever and a day. Plus 320. I think the Ravens win the AFC North. And I think they make a big push for to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this year. So I love Lamar Jackson. Plus 320. I love Christian McCaffrey. Plus 1400. I know the last time we gave a running back an MVP was in 2012, and that was Adrian Peterson. But what McCaffrey's been able to do this season is ridiculous. The Panthers have more rushing touchdowns than passing touchdowns. They're the only team in the NFL that has that. He has four touchdowns that he's rushed for 40 or more yards to achieve. He's got, I want to say, six of his eight games. He's got 150 total yards in each of those games. It's just, it's unbelievable. So that's where my money is rolling. Uh, CMC +1400, Lamar Jackson +320 for the MVP. Offensive rookie of the year, I told you to get on 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 Josh Jacobs at the start of the season. Hopefully you listened to me if you didn't. It's now -120. Still good value there. I would put money. I think Josh Jacobs wins offensive rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year, Nick Bosa -330. It's a lot of juice. I think that boat has sailed. Josh Allen is plus 1,200. I still think Bosa wins it, especially with that 49ers defense. Um, division winners in the AFC, the Colts, plus 145. Colts are going to beat Miami. And their their schedule remaining is not very difficult. There's good value there. I think the Colts have a very good chance, a very good shot of winning their division. Colts plus 145, and here's another one for you in the NFC. Um, The way things pan out, only one NFC East team is going to make it to the postseason. It's not going to be like, oh, the Dallas Cowboys win the division, and then the Eagles get in as a wild card, or vice versa. No, only one team is going to get in from the NFC East, and it's going to be the Eagles. And right now, they're minus 100. If you don't believe what I'm saying, that's fine. You disagree with me, that's fine. Dallas is minus 125. Just letting you know. You want to put your hard-earned money on the Dallas Cowboys at minus 25? Look, I'm not not sitting here telling you absolutely 100% the Eagles are going to win, but I'm putting my money on the Eagles. Minus 100 to win the NFC East. I think it's going to come down to that Eagles-Dallas game uh, that uh, Sunday before Christmas, and I think the Eagles win. So, that, in, in regard to division winners, here's where you're going to get some really good value as well. Teams that are going to make it to the postseason. Teams that are going to make it to the playoffs. The Colts making it to the playoffs. I think they win the division. If they don't, let's say they go in as a wild card, minus 134. The Bills, I think they make it to the postseason. Minus 280. I know a lot of juice. Here are the ones that are, are really, really going to get good. The Oakland Raiders... Yes, I said it, the Oakland Raiders, to make it to the postseason, plus 136. I jumped on them before the game last night. It was 410. It was plus 410. It's now plus 136. Get on it now. Carolina Panthers, plus 240, just to make it to the postseason. I don't believe that they win the division. Of course, the Saints are rock and rolling. Uh, the Eagles, to make it to the postseason, minus 168. And here's the big one. The Seattle Seahawks will not make it to the postseason, plus 142. I'm telling you, their schedule gets very, very difficult, and they have been pretenders and not contenders. Seattle, no bueno. No postseason, plus 142. Uh, and last but not least, i um, Win totals over under Seattle under 10 and a half wins at minus 121. And I think that's it. Eight hundred nine Let's go to your calls. Uh, let's go to Drew in Ramsey. Drew, what's your pick? Week 10. What's your, what's your pick heading into this week?
2: First of all, how are you doing, Amita? Great. Uh, my best bet is the Rams minus three and a half, maybe four on some books.
1: The I like why, I like it
2: against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Yep. A, I think that the Steelers have overachieved this year with Mason Rudolph, and I think they are due for regression. Okay. Second off, second off, the Rams have, have a tough division, and they have their backs against the wall, and they need every win they can get.
1: Okay. I, listen, I, that's fair. My my thing is uh, no no James Conner. Apparently, Sam uh, uh, Samuels is going to start again. So. I'm with you. Listen, I think that's a solid. I think that's a solid pick. I think that's a solid pick. Which, by the way, we can wager presented by BetMGM Sport. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sport. Let's go to Jack in Jersey. Jack, what's your number one play heading into Week Ten? Hey
2: Nina, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. I like Green Bay to blow Carolina out, and it has nothing to do with analytics or anything. It's just Aaron Rodgers is coming off a bad game. Devontae Adams is back. He had one week, and I'm telling you, they're going to put up a whole lot of points. So here's Thanks the thing, the
1: though, Jack. Point. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, um, because he's just so dynamic and and running the ball and, of course, being a, pass, a, a part of the, the passing attack as well, Carolina um, are able to control the time of possession, win the battle time of possession, and keeping Aaron Rodgers and that offense off the field. That's my... That's my that's my little concern there. I do like I do I do like Carolina getting five, and like I said, I'm teasing them up to plus eleven and a half. Uh, I think they're going to key on Christian McCaffrey and just make somebody else beat them. And I, I don't think anybody else for Carolina pumps any fear in Green Bay's heart. Jack, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Here's the thing: um, Christian McCaffrey has gone up against some really top defenses, especially against the rush, and he's p- still putting up. 150 all-purpose yards per game. He put up 166 against Tennessee this past week. So, or I should say the week before, right? He was on a bye this past week. Their last game was against Tennessee. He put up 166 yards, which was ridiculous. Really quick, I just want to, I, I, before we go to a break, I, I want to share this with you as well. This is, there's some fun uh, bets, future bets out there that you could bet who the super bowl matchup is going to be okay so let me ask you this anthony do you do you feel more confident that the ravens the patriots or kansas city is going to represent the afc in the super bowl in miami this year who are you more confident about the ravens the patriots or the or the chiefs
0: despite what happened last week i say the patriots really yes
1: we work together. I've been telling you that the Patriots are pretenders. Who did they play? I told you what was going to happen in the Ravens game. You didn't believe me. Now you're saying that you you saw you saw just how they are. They're so beatable, and you're still saying the Patriots. Yep. Okay. So if you think the Patriots are going to go to Miami and take on the Saints, um, that matchup you could get right now for plus five hundred. If you think the Patriots are going to go to Miami and take on the 49ers, Anthony, that matchup is plus 550. And if you think the Patriots are going to go to Miami and take on the Eagles, it's plus 2,000. Who do you you have coming out of the uh, the NFC, Anthony?
0: I do like the Saints. I like the Saints out of the NFC. All
1: right. So there you go. You think it's going to be Patriots, Saints, it's plus 500. Right there. I think it's going to be the Baltimore Ravens and the Saints. That's who I think it's going to be. I think the, I think the Patriots and the Ravens get the first round bye. I think Kansas City faces I think Kansas City So here, here, That'd here, be a
0: really fun game to watch. By oh, the way. yes
1: it will be. So here's here's how I have it playing out. Patriots and Kansas City getting a first round bye. Colts winning the division, Texans getting it as a wild card. Um Kansas City winning the division, Bills getting it as a wild card. Kansas City winning wild card weekend, then going to New England to take on because Kansas City would be the four seed. Kansas City going to New England and Kansas City has the makeup to beat the Patriots, just like we saw what the, 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 the Baltimore Ravens were able to do. And now you've got a Kansas City Ravens AFC championship game. Patrick Mahomes against Lamar Jackson. Oh, my. Lions and Tigers and Bears. And the Ravens win. So that's how I see this playing out. And I'm sorry. I, I think the Saints are the best team in the NFL. Hands down. Hands down. So I am predicting a Ravens... Like, before the season started, let me let me just say this. Before the season started, I predicted... I said my Super Bowl matchup was going to be the Chargers and the Eagles. And obviously, I it's far from that right now. Like, I do believe that the Eagles make it to the postseason. I just don't think the Eagles could beat the Saints. They are just... Epically good in all three areas. So right now I'm putting money down on the Ravens to represent the AFC and the Saints to rep the NFC the NFC, and right now you could get that for plus seventeen hundred marinating that for a
0: minute. This is the Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: 800-919-3776. Corey, Adam, I'm going to get to you in just a second. Want to let you know, coming up in just a few minutes, uh, Jordan Schultz is going to join me. Uh, what are his NBA plays tonight? If you were to play this Knicks-Mavericks game, where would you put your coin? Jordan will tell us. Pat O'Keefe follows me at the top of the hour, 8 o'clock for your Knicks pregame show. we really Really quick, I always like to look ahead to next week's lines to kind of get a jump on. So week 11, here are some lines that stick out to me. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers plus three against Cleveland. I'm telling you, the poop show is going to get worse in Cleveland. Jump all over this. Steelers plus three at Cleveland. Carolina minus seven against Atlanta. Atlanta's horrible. Dallas, minus two and a half at Detroit. Minus two and a half, really? Whoa. Oakland, minus seven and a half against Cincinnati. Cincinnati, they're rolling with their rookie quarterback, Finley. Boy, how's he going to do this week against the Ravens? And he has to turn around and take on the Oakland Raiders. Love Oakland minus seven and a half. Uh, Gruden has that team, and keep in mind they played last night, so that's a lot of a lot of prep time there to get ready to to uh, take on Cincinnati. And then last but not least, I love the Eagles plus three against the Patriots. Baltimore Ravens showed you the game plan. Eagles plus three against the Patriots. Eight hundred nine one. Those are your week eleven lines. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Corey in Jersey. Corey, welcome.
0: Hey, Anita. How are
1: you? Great.
2: Um, I gotta say, Week Ten, uh, Hammer Giants money line. Danny Dimes is the truth, and I don't think that the Jets are capable, uh, especially at home, of beating the Giants. It might be biased though, because I am a Giants fan.
1: Okay. listen, and and that's and that's fair. I just these two teams are just horrible. You you never know what's going to happen. Here's one for you. If you're a Giants fan, Corey, here's a good one for you. Saquon Barkley rushes for 75 yards, if not more. And the Giants win. You could get that for 290.
2: Oh, I would take that 100 percent.
1: I know you would. That's why I shared it with you, buddy. Let's go to Adam in Ramsey. Adam, you're up.
0: Hey, guys, what's up? Hey. Uh, I prefer the Jets all the way because they have a good chance of beating the Giants. And Sam Darnold is pretty good. And I bet Sam Darnold would be great if he can throw a touchdown pass and not cause turnovers. Well,
1: (laughs) yeah, I mean... Every quarterback is better when they throw touchdown passes and, and, and not turnovers. That's my biggest c- concern, uh, to be quite frank, with uh, Danny Dimes. Here's something else. As we know, the big trade went down, right? Leo Williams traded from the Jets to the Giants. This is him on SNY when he was asked, are you sharing any Jet secrets with the Giants? I don't
0: want to tell you, no offense, and <laughs> yeah. I don't want to tell the public, but there's uh, definitely been some, uh, some talk around the locker room. Uh, been giving the offensive guys some uh, some info. I've been giving the, the D-line some guys some info about the O-line and stuff like that, but we're still obviously watching film and uh, preparing the same way we would each week. So that's,
1: that's, that's a one-up for the Giants that they have Leo Williams helping them prepare for. Uh, This Jets team, both offensively and defensively, Uh, before we uh, bring in Jordan Schultz, I want to let you know, Tiger Woods, let's talk a little I just just a quick note on golf. And of course, we've got a huge college football game tomorrow, 330. My goodness gracious, Alabama and LSU. But first, uh, just really quick, in, in the wide world of golf, um, there is something called the President's Cup that is coming your way December 12th through the 15th. And Tiger Woods uh, was, was supposed to just be the captain. Well, now he's going to be more than the captain. He's actually going to play. So Tiger Woods uh, chose himself last night, to be the four-at-large selection for the U.S. President's Cup, and they'll go up against the international squad. So the four will be him, Tiger, Gary Woodland, who had a phenomenal season, Patrick Reed, take him or leave him, and Tony Finau, who I absolutely love. Um, he passed up on Ricky Fowler. I'm a little upset about it, if you know anything about me. Um, love me some Ricky Fowler. I think he's on his honeymoon right now, by the way. Uh, Brooks Kepka is a big question mark because Brooks Kepka has a knee issue right now. But here are some of the other players: uh, Kucher, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, DeChambeau, Cantley, Shoffley, Webb Simpson. So for the USA team, twelve players rank in the tw- top sixteen in the world for Team USA internationally. The team's highest-ranked player is number seventeen, and that's Adam Scott. I just share that with you to say uh, Tiger made his decision last night. That line right now, if you want to put some money on the on Team USA for the Presidents' Cup, again, it's not they're not teeing off until December twelfth, but it's minus two forty, and that line's going to go up. So if you do want to, if you want to put some money on, put some money on right now. And uh, last but not least, before we take a break, um, Alabama and LSU, LSU getting six. Um, Everybody's expecting Tua to be back. LSU, their quarterback, has been really impressive as well. Joe Burrow, 78.8% completion percentage so far this season, 350 yards per game, 30 touchdowns, 4 interceptions. Tua might need maybe a quarter or two to kind of get the rust off. You never know. A lot of people are anticipating Alabama to open up a can of you-know-what. Over-unders, it's 62-and-a-half. But I'll tell you what, I'm taking LSU in the points. That's what I'm doing. I'm not sitting here telling you that I know a lot about college football, but I think this game is going to be a lot closer than what most people think. So give me LSU and give me the points. This
0: is The Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: We're switching gears here. We're talking talking hoops, baby. Jordan Schultz joins me. Uh, you can see him on Daily Wager. You can see both of us on Daily Wager, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern time, and then Sunday, 9 to 10 a.m. Uh, Jordan, welcome in. How are you doing, my friend? I'm
2: doing great, Anita, and please uh, I apologize for the, for the broken voice. I'm still battling. I'm playing sick.
1: No, hey, listen. We appreciate you being on. We've got our Knicks pregame show coming your way in about ten minutes, so that's why I I, and I know that uh, you know your 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 wheelhouse and your specialty is all NBA stuff. That's why I wanted to have you on, and I appreciate your time. Again, you're listening to We Can Wager, presented by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk. Believe in your game. Believe in your bet. BetMGM Sports. Let's uh, dive right into it. This Knicks game against uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Knicks getting ten and a half uh, over under point total is 217 if you were to play this how would you play this jordan i would lean
2: dallas i think the mavericks are have something really special i i was pretty bullish on them going into the season and i know there's some storylines in this game of especially with porzingis playing against the knicks for the first time really and but but for me the, the big picture here is that you have a team that's still very young and really trying to learn how to win in new york and then you have a team in dallas that's very young but has shown that it 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 can really put the foot on the gas and and they have been better defensively. Uh, The two-man game between Porzingis and Doncic is is borderline unstoppable because Luka has become such an excellent playmaker. He's such a good passer. Uh, He can shoot it. We all know about that uh, patented step back, but he he lost 15 pounds, 20 pounds, and he's now getting into the lane. He's making a lot of you know, they kind of that eight to 12 foot foot shot. He's got, he's got every trick in the book. And then you get to think about Dallas's roster. They're pretty deep. And uh, I, I just think they're still tinkering with that lineup, which is why this probably isn't 13 or 14, because I don't think Rick Carlisle really knows exactly who his top eight are but i do like dallas if i'm going to play this game at home
1: you talk about luka averaging 27 points 10 rebounds and nine assists a game really mm-hmm. unbelievable before we start talking about the other plays you like tonight tonight uh, any thought on the uh, rookie of the year race rj barrett yeah. you know where where does he sit in regard to your thoughts yeah. on on could he win rookie of the year this year
2: well barrett surprised me in the sense that his playmaking i mean we knew he was going to score, but the biggest surprises for me, Anita, are, are really twofold. One is the is the playmaking, and Steve Nash, his godfather, really talked about that throughout the pre draft process, which was to say, you put R.J. Barrett on an NBA court with real shooters and a spread floor, and he's going to make some plays. And, uh, you know, he still turned the ball over a little bit, but I, I'm impressed with his playmaking and really his efficiency as a shooter. He's. He's actually shot the ball really well, and we talked about that. You know, I did a podcast with CJ McCollum, and he was very impressed with R.J. Barrett, uh, and that says a lot to me. And the other guy that I love um, that I think the NBA world really is really starting to see now, and you can still get him value-wise rookie of the year, is Tyler Hero. Uh, I was very high on him coming into the draft process. Uh, he is a pro's pro. Um, you know, he's 19 years old, but he's been really wanting to be a pro and training like a pro since he's 15. And you've seen the not just the shooting, but again, the playmaking, the ability to play pick and roll, um, to really shoot it. I, I like those two guys a lot. I mean, obviously you can get short arms short odds on a guy like John Morant, but if you're looking for maybe a little more value, uh, I would especially look at Tyler Hero in Miami.
1: Jordan Schultz joining us here on Weekend Wager, uh, again presented by BetMGM Sports. Alright, we've got about four minutes left in the show, so really quick, uh, two, yeah. pl- two plays that you like. Nine o'clock coming your way. You've got the Bucks favored by two and a yeah. half um, at the Utah Jazz.
2: Yeah. I like Utah. Yeah. Well, Anita, for me, you know, Utah is still trying to get its sea legs, if you will, and Uh, Milwaukee's the opposite, right? They had, they returned like 84, 86%, I think, of their playoff minutes. Uh, You know, obviously they lost Brogdon, but they have basically the same team. And then you think about Utah, and they have a very new team. Uh, Obviously, Bogdanovich, Conley, um, and and Ed Davis. And it's just, they're not quite there, but they have been excellent defensively. And that's been the biggest surprise uh, for me, is, is defensively just how efficient they've been. And offensively, we know. Quinn Snyder's terrific Um, I I, I like Utah at home I always like Utah at home I think it's the most consistent uh, home court advantage in the league and and a a big reason why Donovan Mitchell he's been awesome I mean 26 a game 51% 42 from 3 a big reason why is Mike Conley even though Conley hasn't shot the ball really well yet so I would would go Utah I even like this at 3
1: and then uh, at 10 o'clock Eastern time the Nets at Portland Portland minus 3.5 who are you playing here?
2: Uh, to me, this is a great spot for the Blazers because they really need uh, a win, and they're doing it against a, a winless road team. Um, so I think it's an opportunity for for Portland to get it right. I, I don't know if, like, there, another team that obviously had high expectations. And I don't know if they've quite figured it out Hassan Whiteside, and obviously they had the Zach Collins injury. But, you know, in terms of a backcourt, we know how good Lillard and McCollum is. Uh, how, how, how good both of them are and I, and I really like the fact that they've been able to get some minutes from Kent Baysmore and, and Ronnie Hood has shot the ball extremely well. Uh, the Moda Center is consistently a very tough place to play. And to me, when you're talking about teams that are still trying to get their bearings, a team like Brooklyn with Kyrie, you put them on the road and, and you talk about an opportunity for a very hungry Portland team, uh, this just feels like a really good spot. And I almost like it more because it is three and a half. If it was one or two, it'd feel like a trap. This feels like a nice one. Line, and I would like Portland to win this game by six or seven going away because of the guards.
1: Jordan, you rock! Thanks for uh, spending some time with us this evening, uh, even when you're a little bit under the weather. Make sure you don't follow. Don't make sure you follow Jordan Schultz on social media, Twitter at Schultz underscore report. Jordan, have a great weekend, my friend.
2: OK, thank you. You, in. Yeah.
1: you got it. Uh, so just to recap, uh, Jordan likes Portland, mm-hmm. minus three and a half. He likes the Jazz, minus two and a half. Maybe that's up to three at this point. And uh, he said Dallas. He'll take Dallas, minus ten and a half against the Knicks. Um, really quick, let's let's go to our phone lines. We've got Eli. He's been holding on. Eli, you've got about 30 seconds. I'm very sorry, but I know you have a fantasy question.
2: Yeah, real quick. Uh, just uh, Would you Cooper Cup? Or will you go to
1: Christian Kirk today, next this week? I, I love them both. So what I'm going to say to you right here is hashtag Champagne Problems. Um, but Cooper Cup and that Rams team Cup has been unbelievable. Brandon uh, Brandon Cooks is is not going to be active because he's still dealing with a concussion issue. So Cup is getting a ton of targets. So um, all over Cooper Cup. In fact, I'm playing him a lot in DFS this week.
0: This is The Weekend Wager with Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.